0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the imitation of Christ from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with Book 4, Chapter 4. The fourth chapter, Many blessings are given those who receive communion worthily. The Disciple. O Lord my God, favor your servant with the blessings of your sweetness that i may merit to approach your magnificent sacrament worthily and devoutly lift up my heart to you and take away from me this heavy indolence visit me with your saving grace that i may in spirit taste your sweetness which lies hidden in this sacrament like water in the depths of a spring Enlighten my eyes to behold this great mystery, and give me strength to believe in it with firm faith. For it is your work, not the power of man, your sacred institution, not his invention. No man is able of himself to comprehend and understand these things which surpass even the keen vision of angels. How then shall I an unworthy sinner, who am but dust and ashes, be able to fathom and understand so great a mystery. O Lord, I come to you at your command, in simplicity of heart, in good, firm faith, with hope and reverence, and I truly believe that you are present here in this sacrament, God and man. It is your will that I receive you and unite myself to you in love. Wherefore, I beg your mercy and ask that special grace be given me, that I may be wholly dissolved in you and filled with your love, no longer to concern myself with exterior consolations. For this, the highest and most worthy sacrament is the health of soul and body the cure of every spiritual weakness. In it, my defects are remedied, my passions restrained, and temptations overcome or allayed. In it, greater grace is infused, growing virtue is nourished, faith confirmed, hope strengthened, and charity fanned into flame. You, my God, the protector of my soul, the strength of human weakness, And the giver of every interior consolation have given and still do often give in this sacrament great gifts to your loved ones who communicate devoutly. Moreover, you give them many consolations and their numerous troubles and lift them from the depths of amid their numerous troubles and lift them from the depths of dejection to the hope of your protection. With new graces you cheer and lighten them within, so that they who are full of anxiety and without affection before communion may find themselves changed for the better after partaking of this heavenly food and drink. Likewise, you so deal with your elect that they may truly acknowledge and plainly experience how weak they are in themselves and what goodness and grace they obtain from you. For though in themselves they are cold, obdurate, and wanting in devotion, through you they become fervent, cheerful, and devout. Who indeed can humbly approach the fountain of sweetness and not carry away a little of it? Or who, standing before a blazing fire, does not feel some of its heat You are a fountain always filled with superabundance. You are a fire ever-burning that never fails. Therefore, while I may not exhaust the fullness of the fountain or drink to satiety, yet will I put my lips to the mouth of this heavenly stream, that from it I may receive at least some small drop to refresh my thirst and not wither away. And if I cannot as yet be all heavenly or as full of fire as the cherubim and seraphim, yet I will try to become more devout and prepare my heart so that I may gather some small spark of divine fire from the humble reception of this life-giving sacrament. Whatever is wanting in me, good Jesus, Savior, most holy, do you, in your kindness and grace, supply for me? You who have been pleased to call all unto you, saying, Come to me, all, that you, all you that labor and are burdened, and I will refresh you. I indeed labor in the sweat of my brow. I am torn with sorrow of heart. I am laden with sin, troubled with temptations, and meshed and oppressed by many evil passions." And there is none to help me, none to deliver and save me, but you, my Lord, God, and Savior, to whom I entrust myself and all that I have, that you may protect me and lead me to eternal life. For the honor and glory of your name receive me, you who have prepared your body and blood as food and drink for me. Grant, O Lord, my God and Savior, That by approaching your mysteries frequently, the zeal of my devotion may increase. Here, the disciple lists all of the blessings and benefits of receiving Holy Communion frequently, worthily, and reverently. It gives spiritual health to our souls and physical health to our bodies. It cures all of our spiritual weaknesses. It remedies our defects and restrains our passions. It helps us to overcome or to diminish temptations. It infuses great graces in us and it nourishes the virtues that are growing in us. It confirms our faith, strengthens our hope, and fans the flame of our love. So there are a lot, there's a lot to be gained from receiving Holy Communion. And Jesus wants to give us all of these gifts. He knows that we need them in order to become saints. He doesn't expect us to try and accomplish things relying only on our own strength. He knows that that is a recipe for failure. Jesus also consoles us through Holy Communion. He helps us to overcome many difficulties. Communion also helps us to realize our own weaknesses and how incapable we are of accomplishing things without the Lord's help. Jesus refreshes us. He warms our hearts. He gives us what we need in Holy Communion. He gives us the gift of Himself. So let's prepare our hearts to receive our Lord with reverence and devotion. Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche, the Superior General of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new daily podcast entitled Venerable Casimir and Our Lady, which will be launching on October 21st, 2023. Venerable Casimir Vishinsky was a Marian father who lived in the 1700s. We are praying for a miracle so that he can be beatified. He helped to revive our congregation when we were at a low point because of the actions of his brother. He rewrote a Latin handbook by a Jesuit on the ten gospel virtues of Our Lady. He called it Morning Star, so that lay people would be able to understand it, to imitate Mary's virtues, and to grow in holiness. To access the podcast, simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org or search Venerable Casimir, and Our Lady on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I'm also happy to share with you that you can order a copy of Morning Star on shopmercy.org. That's shopmercy.org. Simply search the phrase Morning Star on shopmercy.org, and you can order a copy of the book today. Remember, every purchase supports the Marian Priests and Brothers at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org